You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. If you're looking to improve the performance and return on investment of your marketing, then you've tuned into the right podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus show, and it's very cool to have you tuning in to our month about whether or not you should also be selling on marketplaces, i.e. Amazon, eBay, Etsy, Mano Mano, whatever you think of. Uh, There are many, many of them out there. In this episode, we are going deep into one particular marketplace. We're getting deep into what it takes to be successful on Amazon, both to grow your sales on Amazon and to leverage that to grow the sales via your own website too. We only had a chance this month to go deep on one platform and Amazon offers so many potentials. It was kind of the, the obvious one to pick. Plus, John, uh, my guest, is a mine of information. I swear he's going to share so much with you in this episode. Um, Your brain may be uh, slightly blown by the time we get to the end of it. So it's a really good one to give you a sense of what it takes to be successful on a marketplace, to give you a bit of a to-do list of how to go about building sales or starting sales on Amazon. And we are talking about the marketing strategies and how they can help you so talking about the marketing strategies of doing a good launch on Amazon, of maintaining the sales on Amazon. We're talking Amazon SEO, Amazon PPC. Uh, we're talking about optimization of your listings. We are also talking about how you can then leverage that to grow your Shopify or Magento or Wix or whatever it is you're selling on. Um, normally, your sales there too. So there's a lot. There is a lot coming up in this episode. I think you're going to find it very, very interesting and highly lucrative as well. We're going to meet John in a second, but before we do, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for brands of all kinds and sizes. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or you're part of a marketing team at a multinational brand, Klaviyo will give you everything you need to create memorable marketing moments, building customer relationships that keep shoppers coming back time and time again. Get started with a free account today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with Marketplace's expert, John Tilly. John is the co-founder and CEO at Zonguru, an all-in-one toolset for Amazon sellers. He's been in online advertising and e-commerce for over 15 years. And for the last six, he's been focused on helping brands sell more product on Amazon by getting deep, deep, deep into the data. Hello, John. Hey, Chloe. How are you doing? Good to see you again. It is good to have you here. I thoroughly enjoy being on your podcast. So um, it's great to be able to return the invitation and get you here to to educate our listeners about just what it takes to sell on Amazon. Before we get into that, though, how did you end up making the shift from online advertising to marketplaces and Zonguru? Yeah, um, thank you for for having me. I'm, I'm excited to dive into this uh, topic today. Yeah, my story was uh, was was a. A long-awaited one, I would say, because uh, I think you can probably hear from the accent. I'm South African originally. Uh, I grew up there and and you know got into advertising, and, and that was my career for for a long time, based in Johannesburg. And then I actually moved to London for a few years, and you know worked on some big clients like Burger King and Gillette, and you know, a few of those. And uh, then moved over to Los Angeles, where I've been for the last 15 years, um, and continued 
working in advertising, but there was always a FOMO, you know, that, that I had where I was always wanting to be an entrepreneur, but I, I could never make that jump just because I, you know, I had a incredibly successful career in advertising and, and, uh, you know, that, that was very demanding. So, um, yeah, for that and other many reasons, I, I, I couldn't make the jump. And then I stumbled into a conference at, in Vegas. Uh, I think it was one of the uh, early courses back in 2013 and it was, simply by chance and the penny dropped for me and I, you know, I could just see that I could, you know, use my creative skills, you know, my, my business skills, um, and create a brand that, that ultimately would, would make money for me while I sleep. You know, that, that's the, 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 the coining phrase, right? Make money while you sleep. So I saw that and I could, I could see, I could actually do that in parallel to, to, to my, you know, my, my current job. And it took me about nine months um, which is which is, pre- which is a pretty quick turnaround for for creating and selling products on Amazon uh, to get to a position where I could actually uh, leave my uh, fire myself from from the the, the advertising gig. So um, I did that, um, and you know the vision at that at that time was, hey, I want to grow this private label brand, and and that uh, you know will will start to create a sustainable income, uh, but more importantly through that evolution, uh, you know, I was involved in, in starting to run uh, teams around enterprise software. And, and I saw this opportunity to get into the, the software space and create a, a software a tool set for Amazon sellers. So um, I started to build that at the time together with my business partner, uh, Adam Hudson. He, he kind of, uh, out of that conference, he was like, this is this is how you don't teach how to create a business on Amazon, and then he created his course of of actually like you know what it is to truly create a, an amazing business um, and a, and a, a, you know selling products on Amazon. So he kind of did the education side, and I created the software side to really fuel uh, to support um, the education side. So that was kind of our start, and that was back in 2016. So uh, it's been a few years for sure. So lots of years looking looking at the data um, and and trying to understand how to be successful there. And have you, you know, since building Zonguru, have you, have you maintained your status as, as a private label seller on Amazon or has that kind of gone by the by and now you're all in on Zonguru? Uh, yes, I have actually maintained that status. Um, actually, my business partner is my brother and he's based in London uh, and I'm, I'm in the States. So it's, a, it's a good way. He's, a, he's an industrial designer. Uh, a product designer so it's a good it's a good kind of way of keeping connected on that business side so um, we run a, a, a private label brand um, and in fact we run a second one now as well um, and that's that's just works out really nicely for us so you know we have a little bit of a, a team that runs it and, and he's quite focused on it because my attention is is completely consumed by uh, trying to build an awesome uh, software tool set with it with a team so um, it's it's more of a side project for me but we still keep it going and, and, I, and I love the products dearly for sure I love the fact that, you know, as a, as a kid, you managed to persuade your brother to get into product design uh, for the, with this future vision of creating <laughs> products. Um, if, if only we all had that level of foresight. But I love that you, you're still doing that because obviously you are your customer at Zonguru as well as at Zonguru seeing what all your customers are doing. So you're certainly well placed to help us all understand how we go about selling more on Amazon. So... Are our audience are less those creating the products to sell on Amazon and more those who've already got products and they're wondering if they should or shouldn't be selling on Amazon or maybe they've already listed them and they are trying to work out how to sell more. So where does it, once you've got the product, what's your next step, I suppose, on increasing sales on Amazon? Where, where do we, what do we need to do? When someone says, hey, you know, should I sell on Amazon or should I create a product to sell on Shopify or, or whatever? One, obviously, it depends on, on the product that you're creating, 
you know, is, is there a demand for that product already? I think I think that's that's a very important step. Um, you know, when you when you creating something, is it something completely new um, to to the world? And, and maybe Shopify and, and driving traffic and brand awareness is, is the right play, or is it something where um, you you create something unique within a category and there's demand already for that? Where where um, Amazon might be a really good start for you. But the point I'm trying to really impress here is that. Um, if, if someone says, Hey, should I sell on Amazon or Shopify at the end of the day, you know, Amazon is, is a very good place to start, but the, the overall vision is you should have an Amazon as a start, but you should have a, a strategy and a vision for creating, you know, sales and, and a brand and a brand experience off of Amazon. So that Amazon just becomes really a channel that then drives, you know, the overall success of your, of your e-commerce brand beyond Amazon, you know, and I think that's a very important decision to make up front because people who are successful on Amazon who just sell products, you know, and they sell products and, you know, eventually, uh, you know, maybe the Chinese, you know, see that you're creating an amazing product and they, you know, undercut your pricing and, you know, you lose your margins and that product dies, right? And it's just a product. And then you get people who create a brand and their first channel is selling on Amazon is, is almost a lead magnet where they can have that first touch experience with a, an amazing platform and a marketplace and, and where there's demand for a product. But ultimately, you know, you want to create that brand experience and a brand beyond Amazon. Um, and that's where you truly have an e-commerce brand and it's incredibly successful. So that's kind of the general way that we, we drive, um, you know, we, we, I try to impress upon Amazon sellers who are starting out. That's the vision you need to create. And on the flip side, you know, you've got people who sell on Shopify who then say, hey, you know, should I then start looking at a channel for Amazon? Is the, and is that going to be important um, as a channel? And will that grow my overall overall business if I kind of dive into that? And, and they kind of do it from the reverse, you know. So those are kind of the two audiences that is important to kind of differentiate. So what I'm getting from that is that if you want to maximize your success being on both your own site, such as Shopify, and being on Amazon is the way to maximize the impact of both projects. Absolutely. And, and I think the best way for me to explain that is just with a, with a quick example, which, which I love. This was a friend of mine and, and what he created, um, and it was just brilliant. You know, he saw Amazon as basically his lead magnet for his brand, right? And the lead magnet that he sold was uh, a coffee grinder. So a simple coffee grinder created the product, but he had this vision, hey, if I can, and there's massive demand on Amazon for coffee grinders, if I can sell people my coffee grinder and they would get the box arriving at their house and we know that people love coffee, right? And they open the box and there's a great insert that tells them about, hey, you're a coffee lover, we're a coffee lover, come check out my, you know, my website where you can download PDFs and have this whole experience around coffee. That was ultimately how he, he got them from the Amazon purchase to his website where they could start to interact with his brand. Um, and ultimately, he sold other things on that website, not just for the coffee grinder, but he sold a coffee subscription and then created a subscription business on the back end of that. And obviously, you know, just off the back of that, Forex, the potential of his business and the, the selling price of his business as well, right? Because now he had a subscription business on the back of a product business. So, you know, that's the kind of thing that if, if you could create that as a goal, as your Amazon project, um, you're in an, an amazing position, you know, so so that's how I would look at it. So it's definitely not a case of just list all your products, import the feed or whatever it is you're doing and watch out for orders. There's a bit bit more strategy around it. So maybe we only want to be listing one or two hero products on Amazon or lead generating products on Amazon. 
Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, that, that's how I would handle it. And, and it really depends on what your end goal is. There's, there's a lot of people who sell on Amazon who are, you know, retail arbitrage. They find brands, you know, in retail stores, they have it, relationships and they, you know, find a better price and then they compete with others to sell that brand. And, you know, it's a big hustle, you know, or, or they find a whole bunch of products and they sell them, but they know that their margin is going to get undercut over time and, and then they're going to move on to other products and it's a big hustle, you know, and that's, that's how you can create a lot of cash flow that way. But it's not really a proper business at the end of the day because that can be shut down in a second, right? Um, the goal that I would follow with with amazon and, and what, what we do is is ultimately hey i want to create a product brand that i sell on e-commerce channels amazon is a huge one of that and it's an amazing channel at, at at bringing you people who want to buy your product right demand and, and customers it's amazing at doing that and, and the conversion rate is way better than it will ever be on shopify or anything like that so but there's also some negatives right they're in control they own your customer and uh you know people can come on there compete and and ultimately you can you can you know, lose your, your product pretty quickly. So you've got to devise strategies to say, okay, if this is just a, a massive, you know, fire hose of customers, how can I get in front of them? How can I maximize my, my, my reach and my conversion, but then build in strategies to, to make them my customer, delight them, get them onto my Shopify site and start to build up those sales as well. So that I can kind of diversify my risk um, and, and grow beyond and, and Hopefully, at some point, Amazon just becomes instead of it being ninety percent of your sales, it becomes you know sixty percent or even thirty percent. You know that that's when you've truly grown. Uh, amazing. But we do have to be quite careful in terms of turning someone who bought our product on Amazon into our customer, don't we? Because if you fall foul of various regulations Amazon have put in place, you could be kicked off the platform. I think. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, Amazon at the end of the day say, hey, you're using our platform. We own the customer. Um, so, you know, don't steal our customer. That's that's what they, they want to do, right? They're saying, hey, if you want to use our platform, you make us money and we'll make you money. Um, but at the end of the day, we, we own that. But, you know, the, the gray area, and I think it's it's not black hat at all. Um, the gray area is, okay, well, once the customer's got my product, if there's ways they can engage with my brand experience more than that, why not? And you can do that through an insert or something. So ultimately, Amazon could could say, "Hey, that's 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 not right," and sorry, you can't do that. But there's very very small cases of of that happening. And you know, I think at the end of the day, you know, even if you're doing that, you're still going to keep that channel and you're still going to drive uh, as many sales as you can through you know through Amazon, right? So they're not really losing out on 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 the sale. Yeah, so it's it's about the product packaging really is where we're where we're doing trying to create something really attractive. Okay, so um, we've selected a couple of products, let's say, to list on Amazon. Should we? Because I know in in the world of books, it's really important because books is the one thing I have a lot of experience of selling on Amazon. Um, but I know that works with different algorithms and different setups to products. In the book world, it's really important to plan a launch and to to hit hard in your first few days and weeks of selling. Is that the same with listing a product on Amazon? Should can we list it on the first of the month and forget about it and then do something with it two months later? Or do we need to really plan how we're going to generate those first sales? One hundred percent plan um, and and have a, an incredible launch. Uh, that, that's that's oftentimes the, the biggest mistake uh, new Amazon sellers make is they don't have a strong strategy around launching their product. At a basic level, how you should think about it is, you know, Amazon is always going to give any new product a shot. It's going to test it. They're going to put them in front of an audience um, because at the end of the day, 
Amazon needs to make sure that they get the latest, greatest, most amazing products in front of their customers. So anything that's new, they're going to test it with the algorithm, they're going to test it with traffic, and they're going to give you a chance, right? What you need to do um, is you need to have you know an amazing listing with uh, amazing visuals of your products, with a great uh, optimized listing with all the right keywords, strong SEO, um, maximum reach, a product that can convert, right? That, that, that shows its unique value um, is relevant for its audience and you can get in front of that audience because when they test you or when you drive traffic to it, ultimately the algorithm is going to look at conversion. And if your conversion rate is high, Amazon's algorithm will go, okay, this is good. Let's get, send more traffic and more traffic. And you can kind of get onto what we call the Amazon flywheel. And then it's just a, a matter of trying to stay on that flywheel, stay in stock, you know, increase your optimization, um, maximize your reach, uh, maximize your conversion, right? That that's kind of the goal, and that's a great place to be if if your if your challenge is just trying to stay in stock. That's that's amazing, right? The the challenge or the problem that happens is you know you haven't got all your ducks in a row. Um, Amazon tests you with traffic, and you know you you haven't got the buyer journey right, or you're not communicating your benefits in the right way, or your listing doesn't have the right keywords, so you're getting the wrong kind of traffic, or you don't have the right paid search strategy, um, so you're not driving quality leads to your, your listing and your conversion rate dips and Amazon says, huh, you're not as good as everything else that's out here. So you're going to start losing ranking and, and you're going to kind of fade away. So, you know, that that's where you don't want to be. And so we call that the first kind of two to three weeks is the honeymoon period where Amazon's going to give you traffic. Everything's great, but you've really got to dominate on that and, and convert. And it's absolutely critical. Hence why it's worth making sure those listings are right. And I guess we learn a certain amount if we're selling via our own site on what will persuade a customer to buy the product. But I'm guessing there's some um, some special things that Amazon like us to be getting right. You mentioned about the keywords and so forth on those product pages. So are there some, some key things we need to make sure we're doing when we're setting those products up? Yeah, absolutely. I think, and, and this is this is probably where um, Shopify owners uh, have a leg up is, is Typically, I would say Shopify brand owners have a trademark already. Um, and so if you have a trademark, you can get into the in enhanced brand content program, the A-plus content program, which ultimately means you can kind of turn your listing into a little bit more of a website. But you also get kind of waiting and support from Amazon because you really are a verified seller of a, of a unique private label product. So that's important to try and get that. Um, and, and it's quite good pretty straightforward now, um, but you need to prepare for that and plan before you launch to get that content. So that's really important. It obviously beefs your listing you know, and, and helps with, with conversion. The second thing is absolutely um, finding the localized style keywords for whatever market you're selling on, if it's Amazon.com or Europe, um, using one, a tool like one of ours. Ours is called Keywords on Fire. But you know, we have the ability to find out what actual customers in that marketplace are searching for that is relevant to your product. You know, the short tail keywords um, that drive volume, but more importantly, the longer tail keywords that are more descriptive, that are very relevant for your product. And what are those? And especially what are the important ones that your competitors haven't really found yet and don't have in their listings? And then making sure your listing has that, but also, you know, kind of creating a, a, a PPC campaign on Amazon um, using some of those longer tail keywords that you can truly dominate and, and beat your competitors and get some easy conversions on. And if you can set it up in that way, it kind of creates a halo effect where you bring in this traffic around some of those longer tail keywords that are easy to, to convert on because they're so descriptive. And then you know boosting some of your shorter tail keywords and getting more traffic from Amazon from, from that way. So um, there's definitely an SEO optimization perspective 
um, that you need to do around keywords and your listing. Um, there's definitely something around, uh, you know, your your um, trademark and getting that in place. There's absolutely something around your visuals um, and what your your images look like and how you shoot those. And definitely, people who who have a brand off of Amazon probably have an amazing. Um, array of photos already so that that's a huge thing and then i would say the last and probably well two last important points there one is um, how do you differentiate your product visually and and in the way that you communicate your benefits over your your every, everyone else on page one because that's ultimately where you're competing right if you search for camping mug right and on amazon there's a whole bunch of camping mugs you've got to differentiate and stand out and, and what what can you do so that someone who's looking at the page visually looks at your product and goes, oh, I'm going to click on that one and then convert on your listing versus what else is out there. So your number one, uh, you know, visual for, for your search results is, is you know, 80% of, of the challenge. And you've got to be really specific about what that looks like so you can, you can communicate your differentiation over uh, the competitors. Um, and then, um, you know, just, just uh, I think the last final tip there is, is what is the actual buying process that your target audience goes through. Um, and if you understand that through and through, you can really, really um, win. And a, and a simple way to do that is just to get some friends to actually record themselves going through buying one of the competitors' products or, or something in that category and asking, you know, speaking out loud about what are the questions they go through in the buying process. Because, you know, there might be a dimension missing from a listing that's really important that really could help your conversion. So just, you know, really understanding the buying process and making sure you have the content that matches that buying process and answers the questions is a really critical piece um, of your listing as well. Wow. So plenty of prep work and plenty of things to work on in that two to three week honeymoon period. Then assuming we've done a great job and the flywheel's kicked in and we're just trying to keep things in stock. Um, are there any tips around that you've got for, for the listeners? Yeah. Um, I think um, one is, is, is have a, an alert management tool. So, you know, we have one built into Zonguru, but you can get alerts for any um, specific changes that might happen to your listing and this happens in amazon right so you know your listing is is um you know is not listed for some reason or um you know your your keywords you know might disappear because amazon made some weird change on on the back end or um you run out of stock um or your your competitors drop their price uh, and you know, that hurts your conversion rates you know there's all these things that happen not only can happen to your listing but what your competitors are doing in the space that you should really be aware of um, and so we, you know, having kind of some alert tool that will alert you about those kind of changes to your listing or your competitors is really important. So you can kind of stay on top of that. Hey, my competitors are out of stock, so I can in, in, maybe I can increase my price and still get the conversion. Or, you know, my competitors are in stock and they've dropped the price. Do I need to adjust my price? Those are things that are important because you're kind of managing that conversion rate, right? And you've got to be able to tell Amazon all the time, hey, I'm on top of my listing and I'm maximizing my reach and my conversion. And if you can do that, they'll keep sending you traffic. So, you know, kind of maintaining uh, your business and, 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 and that aspect is really important. I think the second thing is obviously inventory management. Um, and that is a real problem with, with Amazon sellers, especially first time sellers, because, you know, you buy a certain amount of stock, you know, you're probably getting, you know, 0.002% of the actual potential traffic to your listing. And if Amazon sees your product as amazing, they'll just start sending you, you know, 1% of the traffic and it completely blows out all of your, um, 
you know, your projections on, on your stock and you can go out of stock um, and you can stock out is what we call it. So then you've got to buy a whole bunch of stock and hopefully you can kind of get back your ranking. Um, and that's the game that you play, you know. So, you know, at, at some point you probably have to take a, a, a bit of a leap of faith and get a lot of stock and then just really continue to, to drive that business because typically you can stock out once or twice with Amazon. But if you stock out a lot of times, they really lose interest in you and, and move on to other other brands, right? So it, maintaining your inventory is, is a critical piece of growing your business and it, and it, and it can take off pretty fast. And, and, you know, you're writing hundred thousand dollar checks just to stay in stock. It's, it's pretty crazy, you know? So that's, that's a really important piece. Um, and then I think the third thing I would say is continue to evolve your product. You know, when you launch your product, you have a leg up on your competition. If you have a point of differentiation, but people are going to cotton on to that. They're going to start to improve their products. So you can never take your foot off the gas in terms of, how can I make my product better? How can I get version one, version two, version three? Um, how can I launch another product in my brand category? Um, you know, I continue to kind of build my moat and, you know, the, the, the experience of my brand and the uniqueness of my brand and continue to move ahead so that the competition, when they get to where you were on year one, you know, by year two, you're already, you know, four steps ahead of them. So you've got to continue to innovate. That seems obvious, but a lot of people tend to just think, oh, I've got sales and, you know, I take my eye off the ball, but you, you're going to lose, you're going to lose out pretty quick. John, that was amazing. Um, I, my head is slightly spinning. I suspect the listeners are going, whoa, going to need to listen to this one again. So, uh, so thank you for all of that. We're now going to pause for a mind of our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the wider world of marketplaces. Success in 2021 means building stronger relationships with your customers. Last year saw a lot of consumers switching to buy online, leading to surges in new customer acquisition. So how are you planning on turning your new first-time buyers into profitable repeat customers? Well, that's what Clavio is for. Clavio helps businesses create memorable marketing moments through email, SMS and personalised website experiences. And that is what creates repeat purchases. That's why Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform, platform is used by over 50,000 e-commerce brands around the world. Get started with your free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com slash masterplan. Okay, John, so far we've gone deep into getting those sales on Amazon. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole world of marketplaces. So for the following questions, your answers can be anything to do with the wide world of marketplaces, which of course does include Amazon. So John, are you ready for these? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, let's start with marketplaces newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step on a marketplace, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? Outside of what I said earlier, I would say know your customer. And that's a critical piece. So many people skip that and they think they know their customer, but they ultimately don't. So, you know, make sure you do a little survey, even if it's for friends who are your target audience. Um, understand their needs, their wants, um, what they love, what they hate. What is their emotion? Because if you can connect your product to that customer in a great way because you really understand your audience, um, your conversion rate is going to be high. So do your research around your customer. However you need to do that, don't skip that step. Nice. And once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve marketplace performance? Uh, my favorite way to do that is to, one, test my, my uh, number one image, my search results image, at least once once a month um, and see if I can optimize and get my conversion rate up. And then the second one is using our Keywords on Fire tool. I think um, finding those kind of local 
keywords um, that really have great search volume that our competitors haven't found um, can really uh, help your your business. For example, in in the states, you know, finding those Spanish words that people search for on Amazon that my competitors don't have that actually have a lot of search volume and putting that in my back end search terms uh, is a really great way of driving traffic that the competitors just haven't found yet. Oh, very clever. Um, okay, if someone listening wants to learn more about marketplaces, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? Uh, yes, we actually have a 13-day challenge, um, and it, it's actually $50 to take that challenge. But I think if you just go to support and say you're from uh, the Optimizing Keep Optimizing podcast, we will give it to you for free. And that ultimately will step you through um, the exact data and the points that you look at to find a product and find a manufacturer. That's a great resource you can use. Excellent. Thank you very much for that, John. That's very kind. No problem. Uh, so guys, uh, contact the uh, the support team at Zonguru and they will get you into that 13-day challenge totally for free. Um, okay. E- finally, John, it is crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months even um, that we should be getting ready for? Yeah, look, it's 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 quite um, amazing at the moment. Uh, you know, we're we're fully integrated with Amazon.com, uh, Europe, Australia, and India. Um, those, those are the marketplaces. And we're obviously looking at the data, and I think one of the things that I'm incredibly excited by are the emerging marketplaces. And what I mean by that are the traditionally smaller marketplaces that that weren't driving as much sales, but through uh, the pandemic and just the the, sh- the incredible shift to to e-commerce purchases are just absolutely exploding um, and there's massive opportunity there. So uh, a, a great example is Amazon Australia. It's the fastest growing Amazon marketplace in the world. And when you look at opportunities on there or what you can sell, it's like going back to Amazon.com in 2012. It's just wide open um, and that's just going to continue to grow. So, you know, it's something where you're making, you know, if you made $5,000 on Amazon Australia today, um, I would probably say in the next year, year and a half, two years, that's going to become a 50,000 a month product. Um, that kind of growth is there. Uh, and we're seeing similar things on, uh, you know, some of the European marketplaces like Italy, Spain, um, you know, traditionally brick and mortar industries that, that are now becoming massive in the e-commerce space. So emerging markets and the growth that's going to happen there, Australia, India, et cetera. Uh, and if you can get it now, um, you're just printing money in a few years, which is great. Nice. It's well worth getting our our heads around those localized keywords you were talking about earlier then, John. Absolutely. Yeah. Huge, huge opportunity. Cool. Well, look, John, we are very nearly at the end of the show. So it's time for you to let the listeners know more, a little bit more about you and Zonguru and where they can find you, please. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, uh, we're based out of Los Angeles um, and we have a, a, a team also in, uh, in Bulgaria, in Europe. But if you want to get hold of us and check out uh, Zonguru, um, go to zonguru.com. Uh, I would say the blog is an amazing resource. We we spend a lot of time um, helping to educate people who want to sell on Amazon or people who are selling on Amazon uh, absolutely for free. So there's a lot of great content there. Um, our Instagram channel at Zonguru is just essentially a feed of inspirational ideas around what to sell on platforms like Amazon and how to differentiate your product. So, um, you know, you can always follow us there. And I think lastly is we have a podcast, uh, um, you can sign up to Zonguru. There's a seven-day free trial. Uh, we have over 17 different tools in all of those marketplaces that you can just really start playing with. Um, and there's a whole bunch of challenges and educational content there to just kind of get you going um, if you're new uh, or even if you have a, a Shopify product and you want to look at 
uh, Amazon um, there's a, there's enough to get you started there for sure. So hop on over and, and give us a try. Awesome. Thank you, John. And thanks so much for coming on and, um, and telling us so much about how to be successful on Amazon, a huge checklist you've given everybody. So um, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks uh, so much. And I think uh, the last thing I'd probably say there is, you know, if you are sitting on Shopify, you know, one exercise you should do is, you know, at least, you know, use our tool like our Chrome extension or something and kind of look at your category on Amazon, see what the demand is, see if it's worth selling there. Because uh, I, have a, I have a strong hunch from experience that, you know, if you start to see Amazon as a channel, it's going to you know, it's going to rise all boats for your business. Um, you're going to get more sales coming from the channel, but the brand awareness um, is going to create a lot more sales on your Shopify channel. Um, and I would say you'd probably two to three X your business pretty quickly. So um, if you're not looking at the channel, look at it, validate whether it's the right kind of channel. And if it is, is the right one, test it because it's going to, it's going to grow your, your business and you still have absolute control um, over it. So um, don't, don't worry about that. Awesome. Last word there, John. Uh, thank you. So there you go. Confirmation from someone who really knows this space. Marketplaces can be a great way to accelerate the growth of your own brand, own site, website. Quite phenomenal what John was saying about if your product category is looking good on Amazon, you could 2x or 3x your business in a very short period of time, including driving more sales to your brand, your Shopify, your Magento, etc. website. But you've got to get the strategy right. It's not about listing everything. It's about identifying the right products to put on Amazon, building, you know, really spending the time on getting those listings right, making sure that you have set up the uh, the SEO side of it, the pay-per-click side of it. That's on Amazon pay-per-click. So as you get that really strong two to three week launch and then doing all those optimization tactics that John was talking about to maintain those sales, to keep yourself in the flywheel, to keep Amazon hosing all that traffic in your direction. Hence, one of the reasons why only listing a few products is a benefit because it's a lot of work keeping those up there and doing it well. And the better you do it, the better it will uh, will perform for you. You can get the links and the notes to everything we've just been talking about, as well as the full transcript of this episode and much more at keepoptimizing.com. And as part of my mission to help you improve your marketing, I've invited all our marketplace specialists to join us for a Q&A webinar at the end of the month. Now, given uh, Chris was talking about why you should be on marketplaces and Thomas was all about why you shouldn't be on marketplaces and John's just given us a very different strategy for being on marketplaces of list little in order to grow your Shopify sales. I think it's fair. It's going to be one of our most high energy ones yet. So if you want to join us for that, then do head to keepoptimizing.com where you'll find a link to get yourself signed up. It's totally free. And yes, the replay is available as quickly as I can get it processed and up on the website. So usually within a couple of hours. So don't worry if you're not in the right time zone. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. It's been an utter pleasure uh, putting together this Marketplaces month. So I hope you've liked it and you'll find more links on the website to more Marketplace content. Please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I create it to help them. So if you have been listening to this going, oh my God, such and such would be a brilliant uh, one to list on Amazon, drop them an email send them a link to the webpage and get them to come and listen as well because they will thank you for it. 
For now, though, have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimising your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimising at keepoptimising.com. That's with an S, not a Z.